booze and banter to cocktails and nonsense podcast with Dan and Travis brought to you by commonwealthcocktails.com and it's part two of the juke gin <laughs> welcome back all right all right Dan are you so so now we're going to do cocktails and I'm going to do the first one is from they're all from the duke all, all right the duke. I stole them from their website whether they wanted us to or not. <laughs> you did. You put it on the Commonwealth Cocktails website, yep. and then you got some cool photos done. Oh, yeah, by then... Zach, our, our photographer in the States. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't care about Zach. Don't mention Zach again. I don't <laughs> okay, care about I won't Zach. mention Zach. This guy is non-entity. All right. All right. So we're going to do a Gingerlicious to start with. Okay. Oh, yeah. What's in a Gingerlicious, Travis? So it's one and a quarter ginger liqueur and then one half lemon juice. So it's really simple. Um, really simple. Ginger liqueur and lemon juice. Yeah. That's it? There's two ingredients? Yeah. We don't even need a... I don't think officially there has to be three ingredients, but generally a two-ingredient drink is a a long drink, but this is definitely not a long drink because this is ginger liqueur and lemon juice, right? This sounds awful. It sounds awful? Yes, it does, yes. We're about to find out. Uh, We are. All right, so this one's super simple because you don't have to shake it or anything. I'm going to put it in here, swirl it around, and then dump it in our glasses somewhere. I don't know. I forget where my glass went. (laughs) I thought generally when you're making a cocktail, you don't have to shake it vigorously if it's just a mixture of uh, alcohols and stuff. But once you start mixing, like juice in or lemon yeah. juice and citrus or whatever then you really have to give it a good shake although travis is going to cut that out guys because that's just annoying yeah well we won't do a shake this time so it'll be easy <laughs> yeah i juiced a boatload of lemons <laughs> ginger liqueur and lemon juice yeah who We're came up see. with this who came up with this i should have oh. researched this travis i feel bad for not checking this Dan, that doesn't surprise me. We've never researched anything. Ever. Of course we have. We do a lot of research for this show. A lot of research. <laughs> oh, oh, my friend. You're going to like it. Don't All tell right. me, Travis. I don't like being told. I'm That's like your it. glass over there. Right. I don't want to be told. That's it. There was literally no mixing to that. Yeah. Is that is that part of the recipe? Wait. Sorry, go on. All right. Oh, We're right. trying to make it all the way to the end. Because we have... shared some germs there. Cheers, Travis. Cheers. Travis just took my drink, poured it back into his, and then poured it back into mine. <laughs> so it's like we've just tongued each other's ears, okay? Just in, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> all right. Should we try it? The Gingerlicious, yeah. Travis. Gingerlicious. One of the most... Simple, but simple can be the best, right? Yeah. That's a lot of That's a lot of citrus. <laughs> I like it. It's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have too many on a night yeah. out because I would be yeah. like, yeah. that's a lot of, my teeth are going to fall out. Okay, but. It's, it's like really sweet because of the ginger liqueur and it's really bitter because of the lemon juice. Yeah, but it's, no, no, but they, 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 the, the, the liqueur takes away all the bitterness or just about all of it. Yeah, just, was, a, it was, just it was, about, but there's that little, that little bit. bit of sharpness, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's good, right? I knew that was on the side, but I didn't know. I've never tried it before. Yeah. And actually, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I'll probably never make one myself, because I never buy ginger liqueur, or lemon juice, or lemons. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. Travis. Yep. I got some fun facts about Munich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. excellent. Now, I did some Googling on it, and all the websites I came to all seemed just to have the same facts. And I was like, okay, just copying from each other, so I'm going to copy from you. Okay. <laughs> we should, and again, preface this with Dan and I live an hour north of Munich. Yes. Yeah. And that's to say that Munich is in the south of Germany, first of all, Travis. Mm-hmm. But, and I think some people know this anyway, um, Munich is further north than any major U.S. city, including Alaska. What? Yes. 
Ex- no, no, wait, wait, wait. Excluding. Excluding. Sorry. Excluding. I, I misread that word. That's, that was a bit of a shock there. Excluding Alaska. What does that say about Hamburg? Hamburg. Have you been to Hamburg before? That's North Germany. No, I've never been to North Germany yet. Have you not yet? No, no. Jesus Christ. Travis, Travis yeah. is a well-traveled man. He's been all over oh. the world. In fact, he's I've been, been to every country in Europe. Politics. I've been to there, but I haven't been to Northern Germany. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. How many beer gardens do you think there are in Munich, Travis? Uh, in Munich? Yeah. Give me a number. To the nearest um, 10. 1,500? No, Travis, there are 60. If you, you, <laughs> it's 1,500. Come on, Travis. I don't know. Dude, there are a lot of beer gardens. In, there's more than 50 beer gardens in Regensburg. No, there are not. Well, I consider Regensburg pretty pretty far. Pretty big, right? Like, there's a number. I'd say there was 15. But there's not 50, but there's 60 beer gardens. Really? And that's a, that's, that's a, it's known as the capital, Bavaria, and it's the third largest city in Germany. All right, um, all right, all right. Well, wait. While you're reading, should we do no, no, the I'll rough? Take a break. I'll take a break. Oh. So we're gonna. I'm gonna do the the honeybee next. Which What's is in the honeybee? Gin, honey, lemon, lemon zest, thyme. Some more lemon. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> more lemon. Is, it, is so, this gonna be a lemon night, Travis? It, it's it's. Oh, I think every. <clears throat> I think every single one has lemon in it. <laughs> All right, Travis. Except for maybe the Lady Marmalade, which has marmalade. Which has marmalade in it. And I don't like marmalade. <laughs> don't worry, we'll get there. You'll hate it. Um, so I'm going to do, which should, should I do the rough, the standard, or the wanderlust? Ooh, I'm going to say the wanderlust, please. Okay. Is this the only time we're doing a gin cocktail? Or are we doing no, one? we're going to do um, the ginger. Wait, is there, how many ingredients are in this? So this one has, this was the honeybee, it has gin, honey, lemon, Lemon zest time. Oh, okay. So the, the time itself actually was in one of the gyms, wasn't it? Or was that um, was that something else? I, I would say I would say I would say go for the wonderlust. Yeah. Okay, we'll do. Because sometimes wonderlust. it's always about complimenting what you're using yeah. and not. And if you're just going to drown it out, then yeah. use a what did you call it? A real bar? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a real drink. Yeah, a real, a real, a real, yeah, real. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. So one and a quarter. Okay. So it's one and a quarter gin, and then it's three quarters honey, and then it's three quarters lemon, then pinch of zest. Uh, lemon zest, pinch of thyme. Okay. Mm. All right. So what did I say? One and... So I think most people know this because Oktoberfest is pretty well known. Mm-hmm. But which month does Oktoberfest take place in? September. Tra- September, exactly. Beer is considered officially in Bavaria yeah. a food. Yeah, yeah. I believe that. All right. This one's an interesting fact, Travis. All Listen right. to this one. The English Garden in central Munich has dual attractions for many visitors. Yeah. Is there one are, of the attractions topless women? So, that one, there are beer tents for refreshment and a nudist area where local office workers sunbathe during lunch breaks. Yeah. Some summer lunch breaks. Summer lunch breaks, yep. I knew so that. If you like some 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 penis and vagina, because you're gonna get a bit of both. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I'm honest, you get a lot of old old penis and old vagina. But you know, you can't get picky. You you you, you know, you just you see what you get. All right. So the English garden. Did, I don't know if most people know what that is. The English. Um, <sighs> I've never been to the English garden. I like nudists. Though. I feel like they're just being like, I'm going to do what I want. And I'm always being against the rules, Travis. I understand there's a need for certain rules, like life-saving rules. Like don't, don't play with fire. You know, like yeah. rules, general life rules. <laughs> but I don't like the other rules in life where they're like, you have to wear clothes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe if you could turn up to a birthday party of your kid and you turn up naked, it's going to be weird, okay? <laughs> but I agree with nudist colonies and nudist areas, okay? Not that I need to get naked, <laughs> but I like to go to the sauna. Um, that's a lot of naked people. There are a lot of naked people. But it's people not outside, as in outside no. in like a field. No, you have to pay to get in the sauna. You have to pay to see other old, ugly people nude. <laughs> 
In the English garden, you have to pay? No, in the salad. Uh, yeah, well, you got to pay. Well, you're not paying to get naked. You're paying for the experience of many soldiers. Cheers, I guess. Travis. Cheers. What Cheers. are we having again? Uh, honeybee. The honeybee. Ooh. With the citrus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up with the citrus, Travis? Are you, mm. a, are you a citrus man? Uh, I'm not. I just happen to pick these. <laughs> It's, it had nothing to do with anything. I just picked them. Um, mm. I feel like I'm... This one's all right. I pre- becoming I, healthier. I like the gingerlicious uh, more than that. The oh, time's, the time's kind of weird it. in it. Bit of time, yeah. Yeah, right? Mm. It's weird. Yeah. It's just, I'm just tasting citrus. Yeah. It's citrus. So this is, this is one of those cocktails where you like... Maybe go for a rail bar, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're not, not you're not getting it. anywhere, and as long yeah. as you're not buying something that's going to give you a massive hangover or um, alcohol poisoning, yeah. then you should. Uh, then this is a waste of the wanderlust, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, we have two more to go. We have the ginger sour mm-hmm. and the lady marmalade. So, uh, <sighs> all right. Let me get those two going. If you'd like to sponsor us here at Booze and Banter, then contact us via our contact page on commonwealthcocktails.com. So, so now we're going to do the, uh, the ginger sour, okay? Ginger sour. Yeah, and we're going to do it with the rough gin, okay? So just to be clear, the ginger sour is just a basic take on the... Regular sour. Exactly, well, the, the whiskey sour. Well, whiskey, you can do a gin sour, a whiskey sour, a bourbon sour, pretty much anything. Uh, I love a good amaretto sour. Amaretto uh, sour. Amaretto sour. But obviously, delicious. as you probably have guessed, what's in it, what makes it sour is lemon. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're doing a theme tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a vitamin C theme. So yeah, we did the rough, what was it? It was the rough, um, the rough gin, rough Munich gin. And then we did ginger liqueur, so it's one and a quarter, three quarters, and then one and a quarter lemon juice. And then, believe it or not, they say maple syrup. I'll tell you why, okay, because uh, there are three parts to a sour, yeah. a spirit, a sour, yeah. and a and sweet. A sweet yeah. And a sweet, so otherwise it's too, it's too, it's too harsh, right? Yeah, exactly. Actually, exactly. that's exactly what the last two drinks were, which is harsh. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. So let me run through this one. So it's one and a quarter gin. Three quarters ginger liqueur, one and a quarter lemon, three quarters maple, three quarters pear juice. I don't know pear if you juice. Pear juice. Pear juice. Yeah. And then uh, you're supposed to muddle to start with two slices of ginger root. That is fantastic. I love that. It's good. Ooh. It's weird. Maple syrup makes it a little bit weird. Also, but... I, did, also I didn't use pear juice. What do you use? I used the, the syrup from a can of sliced pears. Like, listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. He's he's creating new new so, things. So that's why I used a little less uh, maple syrup because if I did too much, it'd be so sweet that you couldn't handle it. Because basically, I used a light a light can, uh, so less sugar in the can of pears. Right. And so, but you get more of the pear taste. I was thinking to get this on couple of cocktails. This well, is, it's is, you know, this is, is just me taking a riff on theirs, you know. Wow, that's yeah. that's what cocktails are. That's what cocktails are. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, about? This yeah. is it. Anyway, it's good, right? So while we've been doing this, um, I think it was part one. We read a book. I'm now famous, uh, in case anybody wants to know. And, uh, <laughs> and everybody, so, everybody listening to this cocktail, yeah, even go listen to, to the, the very bar, listen to the first one. <laughs> no one's just tuning in randomly to this one. Okay, no one cares about this. Okay, so. but we're gonna read part two. I used to be Tom B yeah. by Jacob something shit. Yeah. Okay. G- All right. All right. You're on, All right. You see where it begins and ends. 
Oh, no, star in the star? No, I don't. I just see number a star. Two. Number two. Yeah, star here, and then check the next page. Oh, I've got to read the next page. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right, all right. So this is my, my famous oh, Part two. Not part two, just part two of Travis's famousness. And just... <laughs> Just to just to explain, Travis has been. You bought the book yourself, actually. You weren't gifted the book. Right? No, I, can you believe that? No, I'm just kidding. I like the guy who wrote me. He he's I like nah, him. He's a very screw, good screw him, screw him. He should have sent you a book. Okay. Yeah. In reality, the whole project was a simple demonstration of a new space surveillance system that the company hoped to sell to Air Force for billions of dollars. Beneath a technical facade, it was sales pitch. I couldn't have cared less. If my company didn't win the contract, then more likely then I would work for one that did. If the, government some, if the government somehow made the decision to go ahead and make the new system, it might be completed within my lifetime. My group of software engineers in Arlington was actually perfectly on schedule. My group of software engineers in, in Arlington was actually perfectly on schedule. Oh, don't, get, don't get wrapped up in it. Get to the part where I'm amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just he's, he's just literally not... Were, were amazing. <laughs> I can't tell what, what's wrong with me. I'm not that much of a wordsmith, but I, I feel like if you're gonna write a book, just, on, just some basic, really, some basic you're grammar. Really, you're really getting off track here, buddy. You okay. gotta focus on me. But a representative amazing. was needed at the meeting, and I was quickly nominated. After a moment of thought of, at the prospect of traveling to a boring day in the suburbs of Boston without someone to fuck around with, I thought of Travis. Ah. Travis was a friend of mine. He had come to this particular company before me and enticed me to follow. The interview was conducted in Ted Wild's West Steakhouse. No. Ted's no. Wild West Steakhouse. And I was offered a salary that would make Pennsylvania coal miner puke. In his own way, Travis was a brilliant software engineer. I was. I am. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> he could make any piece of code function. It was often amazing. An application that had stimmied a group of engineers for years would suddenly come to life under, under his adroit fingers at the keyboard. Adroit, I like that word. <laughs> he would proudly exclaim that, It works! There was a catch, though, and this was the reason I was hired in the first place. It works! See all the data is coming through? Yeah, but is that data correct? I don't know. And he didn't care, and would just contently enjoy his victory. Travis. Yeah. <laughs> and that was how our conversations at work started for years. Travis made the software work, and I made it work correctly. We were a good team. Travis was a hipster. Uh, you don't know this about Travis. Travis is a hipster. Okay, not really. Not really. Not really. He came to work every day in the same hiking pants, fleece, and sporting and incongruous running watch. His beard could only be described as competition-worthy. He presented himself as a clean person, but in close quarters, he could have benefited from a little... Oh, oh next page. <laughs> laundry detergent and a stronger shampoo. I love it. Travis truly didn't care about being a software engineer. His stated goal was to save enough money to open up a gourmet grocery store or maybe a boutique butcher shop. This guy, Travis, he depended on the week. He was struggling to find his path, and that made us kindred spirits. <laughs> Travis's critical role in Boston was to keep me company, but I had made the, sa made the reason sound a little more technical than that. The secret benefit of being a software engineer for a large company was that no one really knew what anyone was doing. Depending on a mood, on our mood, a task could be estimated to take two hours or two weeks. The next day in Boston, we would sit in a windowless conference room partially listening to various factions within the team bicker and haggle over pointless details. I had already prepared my contribution. I would simply nod and agree and say, I agree. 
Travis would probably, what wouldn't say a single word, the boss would nod approvingly and later remember that I was a valuable member of the team. Then we would head back to the airport to catch a flight home. It's good, right? <sighs> but I love, he talks about my beard all the time. He talks about the beard? I want to come back right. to the fact that... Uh, <laughs> it's interesting. I don't know you this way, Travis. I, never, I would never describe you as unwashed, but he presented himself as a clean person, but in close quarters. He could have benefited from a little laundry detergent. I should literally shower every day. My wife thinks I'm crazy that I shower that often. I shower at least, if not twice a day. I shower once a day. Yeah. yeah. I like to wash my balls. All right. <laughs> Do you like to wash your balls, Travis? Uh, it's number one on my list, Dan. <laughs> right. I feel like the balls need to be washed. Like the underside right. of the balls. Right. There's just so, a... Wait, why are you interrupting me, Travis? We got to talk about the underside of my ball sack. I don't want to do that. I want to talk about the lady marmalade. We you don't like. You the don't lady, like marmalade. Oh, okay. We're gonna. He's, he, Travis is interrupting me again. I am Sorry, because we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, I'm. I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant to make this because you don't like marmalade. That's not a reason not to do it. Well, no. I mean, we don't have to. I've had it. It's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. But it basically, what will we do? If we don't do it. Well, we'll just go on to part three, and uh, which is tasting their pre-mixed alcohol, which I got to be honest, I'm way more interested in than the Lady Marmalade. Let me just have a look here. I'm just yeah. looking up. That's right. something I should have done before. I mean, we can, we can do this or we can do that. So the guy that created it was a guy called Tyler Stevens. Who and he created said, the Lady Marmalade. The Lady Marmalade. Ooh. And he said, I created Lady Marmalade to get people out of their safe zone. Ooh. So I feel like we have to do it. Right, do right. you want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Come on. Right. I have to warn There's you. nothing stopping us. We're just going to go for broke. Hmm? We're just going to go for broke. Well, no. All right. I tell you what. I got to clean this out. Yeah. And then we'll make the Lady Marmalade. All right. Download the Commonwealth Cocktails app on Android or iPhone right away or later. It's not urgent. Okay, so we're doing the Lady Marmalade. Dan, I hope you enjoy this. So, so just to just to point out, okay, the guy that invented it actually did it with the um, with absinthe. In mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure whether that's what he meant with getting people out of their comfort zones. Because mm. he said the sweet ingredients like grenadine and ginger liqueur are balanced by the absinthe winds. <laughs> There's no grenadine queen. in this. <laughs> There's no grenadine? No. It's okay. Just to say, this is from the Duke website. This right? is from the Duke. So here it is one and a quarter vodka, three quarters lemon, one quarter uh, Blanco, Bianco vermouth. So I think Bianco is fine, but I went with extra dry to give it a little bit more like kick <laughs> because there's only a quarter of vermouth. And then I did uh, two teaspoons of marmalade. Two teaspoons of marmalade is a lot of marmalade. <laughs> It's a lot of marmalade, yes. Yeah. So, I'm not a marmalade person. All right, well, I like on. to eat the insides of the. What do you uh, say, your gob? What's your gob? No, Travis, no. What's your tipple? Oh, ooh. Oh, that's a front. So Dan's mom was here last this week? Last week? This, this week. week, yes. And she told me that tipple not only means a quantity, which is very small, but also... <laughs> but <Yes>. also... <laughs> just drank some. tipple is your preference. I got that citrus. It's so... I'm pouring citrus into my eyeballs tonight. That's how I'm doing. What is going on? Gone, yeah. A tipple is a measurement. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and she said a tipple is also your preference. Yeah, what's your tipple? Like, what's your tipple? What's your tipple? Well, okay, yeah. This is no. not my tipple, but I don't think... I don't I don't know whether you made it create, um, exactly according to... Have you made it according to the Duke's website? 
Uh, I came pretty close, but like I said, I did extra, vi- extra driver move versus yeah. Bianco Burberry. I want to say that any time Travis makes a cocktail, he'll always be like, I'm not going to do it like that. I'm going to make it like this. So you can't always judge everybody else's cocktail on it. You're judging Travis's cocktail on That's it. That's true. This is a lot of lemon juice. I hope this, uh, this, this will keep me healthy for two the years. The problem is the vodka doesn't really give you like something to like play off of. It's like you're, So it's like we did a vodka sour and the sweet... Was marmalade. I can't taste any marmalade. Is that me? No, that's the... I mean, I used more than two teaspoons of marmalade. Okay. Did you yeah. buy marmalade for this did, special occasion? Did, do you did. eat marmalade on toast? No, I never eat marmalade. You're going to have to now, Travis. You're going to eat it. you put it in the fridge. <laughs> no, eat it. Okay. no. So, okay. This is, eh, I got to be... It's just okay. Yeah. I could throw this away, yeah. but I'm not going I'm to. I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, so we like the gingerlicious, gingerlicious, and we like the ginger sour. The honeybee was okay. Marmalade, Lady Marmalade was just eh. Oh, I think they have absinthe. I like absinthe. Do you like absinthe, Karen? Uh, I do. I do. You do? I think we're yeah. going to do some absinthe. We're going to do... Ooh, we got to do an absinthe episode. I've never thought mm. of that. That would be cool. That would yeah. be a very small shot episode, right? When Travis pours his little shots, there'll be tiny shots, because absinthe... <laughs> have you ever been to Prague? Yeah. Uh, no, you know what? This grew on me. The last... When I just took it all at... <laughs> when I took it all at one stand. Yeah. <laughs> When I stuck it in my gob. Yeah, we just stuck it in your gob, yeah. Um, yeah, you could taste the marmalade. My wife's best oh. friend is Czech. Mm. And I went, to, I went to Prague years ago. And uh, we went out drinking with her. And I consider myself able to drink. I'm an Englishman. Yeah. I'm, part, I'm half Welsh, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, she ordered some, some, some absinthe shots from the bar. And I shot it. And I literally, my mouth just started watering <laughs> for a good 15 minutes. And she's like, have, Dad, have another shot. And I realized that this girl can drink me under the table and then be fine. And I was like, I was, this is the first time I was ever truly impressed by a woman's drinking. Not that you need to be impressed by a woman's drinking, but I was truly like, you, you, your body is different to my body. There's something about the slabs though, isn't it? They're all, they're all a bit sort of... Uh, well, they can handle their look. Yeah, but what, what, is that being passed down through genetics? Is that in, inherited? Why not? Are you sure? I I mean, no at what idea. point no is idea. there an evolutionary factor, Travis, whereby the body has simply adapted? Do you know what I mean? But Did you know? I have to be honest, Dan. Whatever you're talking about, it's boring to me right now. I want you to eat some American shit. Travis, Travis. Travis so, Dan, last time we talked, and I believe it was the 88 gin, but it might have been the 88 vodka. I don't care. From Jane I So, last time I said, Dan, this tastes just like... American bubble gum. Yes. And you were like, ooh, what, what, Travis? And I was like, Big League Chew. And you didn't know what Big League Chew was. I've gotten you Big League Chew. Oh, that's interesting. And we're probably going to need this because you're going to have to, uh, I'm gonna have to spit it out. Spit it out at some point right. to, to move on to the next part. But here, hold that. Hold on. I'm not going to read from the back of Big League no, Chew. No, you got to hold it up next to your face so I can take a picture. Perfect. Love it. Okay. All right, so we got Big League Chew here for you, Dan. So wait, wait, wait. Let me open it. Okay. Now, Dan, you've never had Big League Chew, have you? No, I feel like you don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? No. Do you know in baseball that uh, baseball players used to eat or chew tobacco? Uh, We talking about the '60s? Do they are they still allowed to do it? The '60s. You know, Mm, I don't know. Like they, they Sorry, stay I just opened up the pack, yeah. and it's just as wonderful as I remember. <laughs> oh, you, when was the last time you had Big League Chew? Uh, Little League, like playing American baseball at like 12. I heard this on Amazon.de, Dan. Oh, wow, this I is... spent more in shipping yes. than I did on the actual bag. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> just so I could have... That's insane. Okay, so to describe it, 
It is, is snuff tobacco. It is neon blue. It's neon blue. Neon blue. <laughs> is it snuff tobacco? It's, if you've never had Big League Chew, it's bubblegum that's been cut into small strips. Yes. And then you're supposed to stick it in the side of your mouth. In the side of your like mouth. Like you would tobacco. I've never chewed tobacco. I know. I've so, snorted tobacco, so that's horrible. So, are you ready? Yes. You don't have to put a lot in. Have you chewed tobacco before, Charles? Of course. Wait, is this... Here you go, take oh, it. Oh, right, okay. All right. And I, is that a lot? I have no idea. It's good enough. Do I just stick it in the side? I don't chew it's it. It's bubblegum. So it's just like bubblegum, but you stick it... <laughs> it's like falling down again. Oh, it's it's bubblegum, right? Mm. All right, so Kate wants me to... <laughs> Cut out the part where you're chewing. <laughs> Travis is blind. It's not like chewing or burping. No, no. Mm. <laughs> I love both of those things. <laughs> so Dan's got bubble bigly chewing his mouth right now. Have you ever tasted anything like this? Now this is, I should preface, this is the blue raspberry. Yeah. This is not the standard. The standard's like a pink, regular bubblegum. <laughs> what do you think? I love it. You this love is it. the taste of my childhood. Okay. <laughs> we had Hubba Bubba. Do you have Hubba Bubba? Oh, Hubba Bubba. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, back when it was um, 10p a packet. Back, back when I was a kid, it was 10p a pack. Now it's, now it's mm-hmm. 47 pounds. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, i got to be honest, that's pretty good. Big Rally Blue mm. Raspberry. Oh. That was pretty I good. I love it. I love it. I think the taste of good bubblegum is how long it lasts. It's better than the Lady Marmalade. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we have right. just eaten six lemons, Travis. So. I mean. <laughs> All right. Well. How are you going to cut this out with the chewing? I'm not. I came blow bubble. Hold on. Am I meant to stick it have inside you... my mouth now? I don't see the point in sticking. Well, that's in. what you would do if you're chewing tobacco. You either put it in your front of your lip, like this, like here, or you put it in the side of your mouth. It depends on what you're doing. Like, do you know what a bandit is? A what? A bandit. No. Bandit is a piece of... Like chewing tobacco that they've wrapped yeah. in like a um, piece of paper, in essence, but it doesn't dissolve. So you stick it right in front of your teeth, mm. and that way you literally absorb the nicotine. Absorb the nicotine. And if Have you've you never, it? yeah, if you've never done it, you get really, really high, really, really quick. Really. But it's one of those things. Once you've done it, in the, in the front of your lip. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, Travis. I thought that you like it. Awesome. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. All right. So, so this is what every kid in America who plays baseball does. Because they're sort of imitating the whole chewing tobacco of the 60s. Yes. I love it. Now, the big league players, they also do it too now. They, they chew yeah, both yeah. them? Yeah, because they're not allowed to do the, do what we call it dipping. They're not allowed to dip. What does that mean? They put chewing tobacco. They're not allowed to do that anymore. So, so now they do bubblegum. I remember snooker tournaments used to be sponsored by... Yeah, um, yeah. Tobacco companies, and that's when snooker players made loads of money. <laughs> yeah, and then as soon as as soon as the, the, the snooker was to sort of declared a sport, which is it isn't really a sport, it's okay? Not, but it's it, not. Uh, obviously, <laughs> then, then they came around. And then the late nineties, early noughties, they were like, no, 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 no more tobacco is sport. And obviously, I remember, was it Ferrari in yeah. Formula One was also sport sponsored by Marlboro. And, well, and and, I, I, and Winston Cup was Winston cigarettes. What's that? Is that golf? That's NASCAR. NASCAR, exactly. And all of these so-called sports were sponsored by major yeah. tobacco companies. Yeah. And like, when you went the, to the Winston Cup, as well. they would give you a pack, not a pack, a case of cigarettes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Dad told me that, that back in the 50s, that to get the Chinese and, and a huge portion of Chinese people to smoke cigarettes. Oh, like they, were, they literally, this is just shameless, they literally just handed out cigarettes for free outside of clubs, <laughs> outside of bars yeah. in China. 
there's a ludicrous portion of Chinese people that smoke cigarettes <laughs> now because they just they just yeah, give it up yeah. for free. Like, just what are, give what are it away for free. Yeah, yeah. But I remember back in the nineties, and then they were like, "Okay, so you're not allowed to advertise <laughs> cigarettes anymore on sports stuff." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now snooker players earn like twelve pounds an hour. You know what I mean? They're on minimum wage. Okay, so if I was a snooker player, well, I'd be snooker like, po- I'd be snooker's not a real bring... sport anyway. So. Nor is NASCAR. Oh well, no, 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 it is. You got to drive around in a circle lots, and I'll it's make difficult. It left. Yeah, do they drive stick shift or do they? Or yeah, are they yeah, they drive stick, and they only make a left turn. Right, but it's dangerous, though, isn't yeah. it? I've seen people get out of their cars and just be like, oh, you hit me in the, you, you tailgate me or something like that. And then they've just died because they've got out of their car. I don't know. <laughs> Am I talking nonsense? I've seen people get out of their car and get angry. No, that's a real thing. They get out and they'll like get into a kerfuffle. I like, I like the word kerfuffle, Travis, but I would never get into a kerfuffle with 27 cars coming at me. I'd be like, get back in the car and keep driving. Just keep driving around in a circle. So everybody mind. else runs out of gas. I love the Americans. <laughs> Americans have such such great food culture, just great sport culture. I don't I don't care about baseball at all. But uh, driving around in a circle sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. Okay, like it's straightforward. You know what you got to do. You got to drive around in a circle. You could probably do it drunk. That's fine. Okay, it would be more entertaining. You could probably do it drunk. It would be irresponsible, but it's probably irresponsible anyway. What they're doing, and you just keep driving in a circle. I love it. I love it. Keep it simple. All right. All right. We've lost focus. Let's. Okay. There, why is there a focus, Travis? Because we have. Hold on. Four mixed, right. pre-mixed. But no cocktails. one's tuning in to listen to us talk about cocktails, Travis. But I'm, I want to get to these because I'm actually genuinely interested in trying these. So, All right. what are you interested in trying? Because nobody knows what you're talking about here. So, well, well, let's so go the, ahead so they, and. All right, go on, Let's go, go ahead and. Uh, uh, wrap this cocktail portion up. What did we like? We like the gingerlicious. Why can I not say that? Gingerlicious. Stop. Stop talking, Travis. The ginger sour. <laughs> we we yeah we like the we like the ginger sour. The other two, eh. they're all right. Did we I like the ginger? I can't even remember anymore. Uh, the honeybee and the lady marmalade. I think I like the honeybee. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think you did. The lady yeah. marmalade. We all agreed it was eh. It was eh. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. See well, you in a sec, guys. All right. Bye. Music by the Kevin Page Trio. Thank you for listening to Booze and Banter.